0: Welcome into the podcast for the fans, straight from the teams they love.
1: It's good to see you guys, and uh, I didn't know we had Studio B here in our facility. Good setup.
0: Now that I know where your guys' little office is, I can pop in here whenever I want. Coaches, players, analysts, celebrities, and more. wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Daniel Sellerson.
4: What's up? Welcome into the Monday edition of the Black and Blue Report. I'm Daniel Sellerson, and yes, I kind of lied to you all last week. I said we were going on hiatus on Friday, but uh, we changed our mind. We can do that, right? It's it's our show, and uh, we did it this week because uh, Pelicans are pretty busy. Um, This week, Alvin Gentry today will be introduced as the new Pelicans head coach. The NBA draft is on Thursday, so uh, we have a special week for you here on the show. We'll have a co-host, a special co-host for you each day, and today I have the pleasure of having Jen Hale on from uh, the NFL on Fox and Fox Sports New Orleans. Jen, it's good to see you. How is everything?
5: It is great. I've missed you guys. It feels like it's been forever since we worked together. Um, I'm ready for the season to start. I know. Saints and Pelicans. I know. There's been so much going on. You feel like... Okay, let's go, let's go.
4: Well, you're so busy during the season with NBA and NFL. Do you have a chance to unwind a little bit, get some vacation time in?
5: Yes, just back from the beach, as a matter of fact. Um, It's
4: a good place to go. It
5: (laughs) is. It was wonderful. Got some bike riding in. I cooked too much and ate too much, so I had to try to work it off a little bit.
4: Well, that's what vacation (laughs) is all about, correct? Exactly. So, obviously, the Pelicans have been busy this offseason, of course, uh, naming Alvin Gentry the head coach. And, Jen, we haven't had you on since uh, Alvin was named coach. What are your, what are your thoughts on him? I, all I've heard is great reviews about him, not only as a coach, but as a person and how he gets along with the players and staff, his rapport. Just all good things from what I've hear, heard.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, our, our friend Mark Spears from New Orleans, Yahoo, um, Yahoo's lead NBA writer, um, speaks very highly of him, got to observe him a ton as, as Mark's based out of Oakland. Um, Offensive-minded guy, brilliant offensively-minded guy. Such a people person. I think he's going to fit in with the New Orleans culture very well. I think fans will embrace him, and he's going to embrace the fans. Of course, it comes down to the product you put on the court. Um, But but I think his his offense is going to really suit this young Pelican squad. I think they're going to have fun with it. Um, and, and players that are having fun, I, I think play play better, play well. Um, I am curious and excited to, to kind of gauge how Gentry's grown. You've seen him with a couple of head coaching stops right. in the league. Uh, what does he learn through those stops? What's going to be different here in New Orleans than those previous ones? And those are those are all questions we're about to find out.
4: Yeah, I know some fans are a little concerned. They for the fans that just went by his record, yes, he has a losing record, but also his situations in each place has been a been different. Two of them have been interim head coaches, and also the Phoenix team he took to the Western Conference Finals. So he does have a history of getting his teams to the playoffs, and like you said, I think this young core with the athleticism they have should fit into his offense pretty well.
5: The players seem very excited about it, and I love the enthusiasm Gentry has shown. Um, I think everybody h- h- either saw it live or has gone back and watched it mm-hmm. now when, when Gentry, uh, when the Warriors won the finals, won, won, won the championship and, and the champagne celebrations going on and Gentry looks at the cameras and says, AD, we're coming back yeah. here. We're coming back here. Th- that type of enthusiasm is contagious. That type of confidence, um, especially with a young team. So I, I think that's going to play well in the locker room a- and Gentry does a good job of instilling that confidence but also keeping the work ethic high and 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 players um, focused not letting them get too ahead of themselves i think it's a good mix
4: and not to mention did you know he could dunk i mean <laughs> that video too
5: i learned from that video wow
4: <laughs> i know i can't dunk so uh that was that was a pretty cool video so yeah all of us here are excited to meet coach gentry we met him for a couple minutes here before we uh started recording the show but everyone um can log on to pelicans.com today at 3 30 live press conference him and del dem says he'll be uh, formally introduced to the media and then he'll go through the media car wash as they say tomorrow as he'll be on here first on the black and blue report so uh, plenty of Alvin Gentry talk this whole week uh, David Wesley will be on on Wednesday he used to play for Alvin and um Thursday we will have Jim Miken offer here as the drafts also this Thursday so a pretty busy uh, week here for the pelicans
5: definitely um you know we'll see how how busy the draft is or is not for the squad right. but but you never know I mean my goodness. Anything can happen. So, yeah, it's a fun week to watch. That's yeah. for sure.
4: Last couple of years, the Pelicans have been involved in the draft day trade. I'm not saying that I know anything or <laughs> I don't want people to be like, oh, Daniel has some knowledge. No, I have, I know nothing. But uh, they have been involved in a trade the past couple of years, whether they trade out, whether they trade in. So you never know, but the Pelicans do hold the fifty-six pick in the draft on thursday we have a good show for you today we have pelicans general manager dell Dempson here he'll talk about coach gentry talk about the roster a little bit about ad and eric gordon and then speaking of eric gordon gordon is in fort wayne indiana with his camp he joins us on the phone to talk about opting in and um what he's known about alvin gentry and he's i know very excited to work with him as well so a busy show today we'll get started next with pelicans general manager dell Dempson
0: I'm Chip Chapman, here on the street, asking people what they would do with a $40 million Powerball jackpot from the Louisiana Lottery.
6: I'd fly to Italy to go shoe shopping with my girlfriends.
0: I'd invest it, of course. I could double that money in no time.
6: And you, sir.
0: I'd buy me a vacation home on my own private island and a new sports car and a golden hot tub. That's club. quite enough from you, sir. Play Powerball at any Louisiana Lottery retailer. Starting jackpot, $40 million. Must be at least $21 to purchase pelicans fans be sure to download the team's official app so you can play our new game quest for the coast presented by chevron help Pierre the pelicans save the coast in this infinite flying adventure save as many miles of the coast as you can before the water rises this fun interactive game includes a basketball bonus round and educational facts about the environment provided by the Audubon Nature Institute quest for the coast presented by chevron available only on the pelicans app downloaded today. We're talking Pelicans basketball on the Black and Blue Report.
4: Welcome back. It's a busy day here at the Pelicans facility. Alvin Gentry about to be introduced later on this afternoon. And joining us now in Studio B is General Manager Del Demps. Del, busy day today. Good to see you. Thanks for having me. So uh, let's let's talk about first the uh, Alvin Gentry, you know, finally here after... You know, his nice run with the Warriors there. Just uh, talk about the hire a little bit and how it's nice to finally actually have him here in person. Yeah, we we have a thousand things to go over
3: before the draft and free agency, so we're, we're glad to have him here. We're excited to watch him finish off with the Warriors and win a championship. And, you know, from a personal note, I'm just thrilled and can't wait to start working with him.
5: What is it about Gentry Dell that, that attracted you to him as a coach? What What traits about him made you say, this is what we need here in New Orleans?
3: You know, when we started our our um, we listed a, a list we had a list of qualities that we wanted in our new coach. And you know, one of the things that Alvin is you know he's very experienced. We we want to get an experienced coach. We also want to have a coach that has a winning background as Alvin does. And we also want to have a coach that has a history of having teams improve. You know, in his last two stops in Golden State and the Clippers, both of those teams improved dramatically offensively and defensively as well. And, you know, we know that he was the offensive coordinator in both places. Um, and bringing him here, we thought that with his history, his track record, um, his innovating style, we thought that that could be great for our team.
5: Have you seen him grow? Because he's had a couple of head coaching stops before. When you look at his career, can you see things that he's improved upon or or, or, or grown with?
3: You know, it's interesting because five years ago um, – he was coaching the Phoenix Suns and I was in, or maybe it was six years ago and I was in San Antonio and I thought he was phenomenal. I mean, they swept us in the playoffs. They ended up going to the Western conference finals. And then the following year, you know, they lost Stoudemire, Nash gets hurt. The team doesn't do as well. And, you know, but I think when he's had a good team, he's shown what he can do. I think a lot of times in coaching, you know, it's, it's tough to overachieve in the NBA as a coach. You know the key is trying to maximize your group and that's what i think alvin has shown that you know when he had a good team that they were able to have a lot of success um and then when you look at some of the teams that he's been with the last couple of years with uh the clippers and the warriors had their offenses that both jumped into you know top three each year um when he's there you know that's not a coincidence So like i said having him there um he's been around a lot of winning the last couple of years and, you know, he has a lot of experience and I think now is his time.
4: Del, one of the things that Alvin Gentry is known for is his rapport with the players being a player's coach. Was that one of the qualities that you were looking for in the next coach as someone that can, you know, relate with the players?
3: Yeah. I mean, I mean, Alvin's a people person, you know, everybody mm-hmm. you, 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 that talks to Alvin feel like they've known him for 20 years. And, you know, he, he's one of those people that, you know, when you walk away, you have a smile on your face. And, uh, um, I think Alvin's going to be a great communicator and collaborator, and I think our guys are going to enjoy working with him.
5: Speaking of smiles on faces, I, I think I speak for a lot of New Orleanians that had smiles on their faces when they once saw his dunk video, but especially <laughs> that shout-out to Anthony Davis <laughs> after the Warriors won the playoffs. I'm sure you were watching that. What was your reaction?
3: You know, actually, I had turned it off, and then I, I received about five or ten texts about it. And uh, then on my phone, I got on the alert, and so I turned it on. I thought it was great. And, <laughs> uh, you know, it, it's, it's
4: fun. But, hey, the bar's a little higher now, huh? <laughs>
3: just, just a little bit.
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs> Del, you know, since Alvin was going on this playoff run, you know, he was introduced as coach, then had to go back with the Golden State Warriors. How much were you communicating with him daily as far as, you know, getting ready for the draft, um, getting his staff together and stuff like that? Was it a tougher process since he was still working, or was it was he able to work with you each day as far as on the phone or through email about – uh, what the next process was.
3: Yeah, we we made an agreement with the Warriors that um, once we hired him, we let him finish the job mm-hmm. um, in Golden State. You know, a couple of times there were a couple of things where we, we did have to say a couple of little things, but it was never anything long or extensive. Um, it was more dotting the I's, cross the T's type things. But um, we did want to make sure he was focused. And Alvin also wanted to be focused on the job at hand. You know, and once that job was over, you know, we figured, you know – our, our games don't actually start until October, November. So we, we figure we have enough time to uh, communicate. And then, like I said, this week will be really important because, you know, with the draft coming up, although our our pick is 56, you never know, you know, a trade could possibly happen, um, and then with free agency.
5: How likely is the scenario where the Pelicans trade up and we see Gentry start to put his mark on this team as far as players?
3: Um that's going to be tough you know I don't anticipate it but you never know you know uh, you know we didn't anticipate things the last couple years until you know day or two before the drafts when things really start picking up but you know if if there's an opportunity to make our team better you know we'll definitely look at it but we're actually happy with the group that we have right now you know we're really interested in bringing back this core uh, the core players and um you know we want to just take that next step
4: well looking at the draft this year as far as the depth of this draft you know you only have a second round pick but how how would you grade this draft or, you know, I mean, grade the the players that are available in this draft, the depth? Is it a pretty deep draft in your guys' eyes? I think it's a good draft,
3: you know, I, but, you know, are there five Hall of Famers in this draft? I don't know, but I think there's some all-stars in this draft, and I think it is a good draft. I think it's some solid rotation players. Um, but, you know, like I said, we feel like with our roster right now, we have a deep team, and, you know, if we can re-sign some players, I think that, you know, we'll give ourselves a really good chance to be good not only now but also to have sustained success.
5: And of course, I guess the big question for that. I know Daniel's going in the same place speaking of re-signing. Where do things stand with Anthony Davis, the cornerstone of this franchise? Lots of fans ready to have him sign that document and say he's going <laughs> to stay here. Well,
3: we can begin negotiations on July 1 and um, you know, until then, um, you know, it's not much to report. Obviously, we we would love to have Anthony back and you know, that's in the plans and um, but, you know, after July 1, you know, we'll have a little more information then.
4: Someone that did opt in, Eric Gordon, announced that he exercised his player options. So now the top five scores are back under contract this year. How important is it that you have your core guys like you mentioned and you have some continuity for the last couple of seasons as far as your core guys here?
3: You know, that was big, you know, for Eric to come back. And, you know, we, we, we told him that we wanted him back. Um, you know, last year I thought he made a great sacrifice for the team. You know, when, when he injured his shoulder earlier in the season, you know, he could have easily had shoulder surgery, been out for the rest of the year. Um, but, you know, I, I remember going back in the locker room and talking to him, and he said, I'm going to play. And that was before he knew what was really wrong. And then next day he didn't change. He kept saying, I'm going to play. I'm going to see if I can get this right. And then, you know, he really worked in rehab. Um, not only doing the rehab, but he was also coming back at night and putting in extra work. And, you know, in the conversation I had with him after the season, he said he was able to study the team, understand what he needed to do to help this team be the most effective. And, you know, when he came back, you know, I thought he played really well. And I think he was a huge contributor to our success. And, you know, having him back and with Coach Gentry's system, I think is going to be an ideal fit.
5: Having watched Eric and this team for for three seasons now, I felt like this is the best – I'd ever seen him play this last part of the season when he when he came back from that torn labrum. Is this the Eric Gordon you envisioned when, when you had to make that decision about whether to, to match Phoenix's offer and keep him here in New Orleans?
3: Yeah, and I say this and, and we're gonna push him for more. <laughs> you know, we, we were very happy with him next year and we're gonna keep pushing him for more. I think he's in his prime right now. I mean, Eric's a really prideful person. Um, he takes pride in his performance and you know, it's about winning for him. And, you know, that's why I said we're, we're thrilled to have him back.
5: Well, let me ask you a quick, Anthony Davis, uh, any idea what he's spending his off season on? I know he is such a uh, um, driven force, so always wanting to improve and get better. And we've seen him make leaps every off season. What do you envision seeing differently about him when he gets back this time?
3: You know, I talked to him a little bit. He said he wants to get a little stronger. You know, I think he wants to continue to improve and, you know, it's, you know, he's really, really good right now. (laughs) And, uh, but I think we can keep expanding his game. And I, I think in the new system, you know, we'll, we'll find some ways to, to help him expand. I think there'll be a little bit of exploring, but you know, exploring, we think is great with Anthony Davis because, you know, he's so skilled and he can do so many things, but I think it's going to be real important for him to, to continue on the path that he has. And, you know, I, I, you know, we don't worry about Anthony in offseason. We know he's going to work. He has that drive, and, you know, he comes in every morning with that big smile on his face, but then he gets to work. And then as soon as the work is over, he's smiling again.
4: <laughs> well, that's Pelican's general manager, Dell Demps. Del, I know you have a busy day ahead of you, and we look forward to uh, meeting Alvin Gentry later on today. Appreciate you coming in tight. Thanks for having me. All right, when we come back, Eric Gordon will uh, join us on the phone here from Studio B. You're listening to the Black and Blue Report.
2: This is Pelican's guard, Eric Gordon, and you're listening to the Black and Blue Report.
4: Big thanks to Pelican's general manager, Dell Gems, for joining Jen and I in Studio B. Now we'd like to welcome in Eric Gordon on the phone as he is in Fort Wayne, Indiana with his basketball camp. Of course, Eric on Thursday exercised a one-year player option on his contract for the 2015-16 season. So he is back as a Pelican for next year. And Eric, uh, thanks for coming on. And I guess the first question is, why did you decide to opt in?
2: Well, first thing, you know, we have a good group of guys. Um, you know, that we're we're all pretty close and we're in it together to to, you know, try to win a championship and we have a, uh, you know, now we have a new uh direction as far as coach and uh, I just wanted to be a part of it all.
5: Eric, what do you think this new Alvin Gentry team looks like, especially offensively?
2: Well, offensively, we're going to be playing a lot faster. Um, uh, yes, that's that's for sure and uh you're gonna see a different. Uh, I think it's gonna be a different dynamic for us, you know. With uh, with you know with Monty, he was more of a you know we ran plays and we, we kind of slowed it down because he wanted to be more of a big time defensive team. And uh, you know Alvin, he's gonna to try to do it somewhat like probably how how we how we how the Warriors play. So you know we just got to see how it goes.
4: Do you think that's some this new system is something that you all will thrive in? As far as you have younger guys that could run the floor, is this something that can really help you guys next year offensively?
2: I do because we have some of the you know we have we have you know uh, you know like I said told people before our guards are very dynamic and very versatile and and when you have a guy like Anthony that's running with you it's going to be hard for teams to stop you put pressure on teams and uh, and I mean I would expect uh you know to be one of the best teams. If not the best quarantine uh, in NBA for sure.
5: People love to hear that. My goodness, <laughs> have you guys as players, Eric, had a chance to talk or visit at all with Gentry yet? I, I know with the playoffs, his schedule was quite condensed.
2: Well, no, because I got a chance to talk to him a couple of days ago for the first time, and uh, you know, we talked for a little for a little bit, and uh, we, you know. You know, he's telling me that you know that he's happy to be on board, and I'm happy to be on board, and uh, and see how things play out. And I think things are going to play out very
4: well. Eric, what are some of the things you've been working on this off season as far as your game? Have, has it been a lot of conditioning? Has it been for speed, for strength, or is there anything as far as your game you've been working on this off season?
2: Yeah, just mainly conditioning. You know, my main thing is to stay healthy during the uh, during the summer, and uh, you know. Uh, I've been doing pretty well at that. I've been keeping my weight down. I could play a season right now. So uh, as long as I could do that and, you know, just put, put my whole game together, you know, uh, as far as, you know, what I used to do early on in my career is drive to the basket and, and all that. And, and now being a prolific three-point shooter, I just got to put it all together and, and then we'll be a fun team to watch.
5: Eric, I've had the uh, pleasure of covering this team for three years, so so I've seen a lot of your game. And I have to say I felt like the best Eric Gordon basketball I've seen in New Orleans at least was the end of this season when you came back from the torn labrum. You decided not to have surgery, which was a really big decision because you wanted to continue playing with this team. How is the shoulder now? Are you still doing any type of rehab? How is it feeling?
2: It's been feeling great. You know, I've just been uh – Um, you know, it's been feeling great. I've just been, you know, doing the same things I've been doing during the season, rehabbing, staying, just keeping strong so I could, you know, maintain to have a good year. You know, I think last year was more, it showed that I'm, you know, that I really care for this team and I would do whatever it takes to, you know, to be out there and to help the team win.
5: Do you regret or would you make the same decision to not have surgery if you had that decision to do over again today?
2: No, 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 no regrets at all. I think I did what's best, and because uh, if I wanted to, uh, you know, if I wanted to have had surgery, i would still be out, and I would just, I would just now probably starting to get on the court now if I was, if I would have had surgery back then. So uh, I think it was the best decision for me to, to you know, not have it.
4: Obviously, Eric, a big thing for this team this year was making the playoffs and uh, playing against the Golden State Warriors team that eventually won the NBA championship. How important was it for you guys as far as continuity and also for a lot of you guys that haven't been in the playoffs to get that experience last year?
2: Oh, it was great. All it did was uh, it gave us a chance to know what it takes to get there and you know, I think we're, we're, we're going to even be a better team next, next year, and I think the Western Conference is going to be better even next year because, you know, all, with all the injuries, a lot of teams going to be healthy. So I just think it's, it's going to be tougher, but uh, I think we're up for the challenge. I think we're as good as any team out there for, for sure.
5: You've always been so great about getting out in the community here in New Orleans, and, and that's, in fact, what you're doing today in, in your home state of Indiana. Tell us a little bit about your camp and, and, and what your goal is there with those kids.
2: Well, yeah, I have a, a camp. You know, my camp's not, you know, like other camps where kids just run around and have fun. I have them, you know, doing a lot of drills and a lot of stuff from, you know, they're going from station to station. So I keep them busy, you know. It's the main thing is to, you know, make sure they're tired and drained after camp. So that's, that's my main goal.
5: I'm sure their parents appreciate that.
2: <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure.
4: Eric, so what's the plan for the rest of the off season? Are you spending some time in NOLA? Are you going to be in Indiana? Um, what's your plans for the rest of the offseason before you head here?
2: Well, well, first off my first plan is to meet with, uh, with Coach Gentry here soon, whether it's in uh, Vegas or that's my first plan. But I'm going to get out there into New Orleans for sure here shortly. But my main thing is to, you know, get on the same page as Coach and, uh, and everything will start from there.
5: Summer league is going to be fun in Vegas, that's for sure. Let me ask you real quick, um, family is always very important to you. Uh, you spend a lot of time with your family and they spend a lot of time here. Uh, your dad's fantastic. What did you guys do for Father's Day?
2: Well, for Father's Day, luckily I got I got here to Indiana in time. We, uh, well, my brothers, we all, uh, you know, we we definitely well, we, we're going to mostly do our Father's Day today because we because of the camp. So we're going to, you know, take him out. We already we already did our presents and all that yesterday. So, you know, we're going to really take him out
4: today. What do, what does father like to eat for his choice of restaurants or something? What does he like to eat?
2: <laughs> He's more of a. Uh, you know, he's more like a steak and you know chicken type guy. So we took him to a nice uh, restaurant out here in New Orleans, out here in uh, in downtown Indianapolis.
4: Nice, nice. Sounds good. Well, Eric Gordon, uh, we appreciate you coming on Black and Blue Report today. Um, enjoy the rest of your offseason. Enjoy the camp, and uh, we look forward to having you back in New Orleans this season. All right. Thank you. Yep. We'll be back in just a few moments.
6: Last year, over 400,000 people from 90 countries and all 50 states came to Auctioner to find the critical care they needed. People who could have gone anywhere made Auctioner their destination for a level of expertise, clinical research and treatment options they couldn't find anywhere else. Auctioner and our affiliated physicians are renowned for leading-edge cardiovascular care, cancer care, pediatric care, innovative treatment of neurological disorders, and more. Our outstanding transplant program has resulted in Auctioner leading the nation in successful liver transplants for years. And today, Auctioner is partnering with physicians and strong community hospitals throughout the Gulf South to bring access to the highest quality of care closer to home. Find the care you need today. Call 866 Auctioner for a same day appointment. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind.
0: pelicans.com and New Orleans Saints.com. your first stop when following your teams
4: all right well great show today big thanks to del demps for coming in studio here to talk with jen and i and uh, eric gordon as well for taking time out of his day with his camp to come on and talk to us and of course jen for coming in always a pleasure having you in here jail
5: Thank you so much for letting me come play. It's, it's I, I, like I said, I've missed you guys, and, and I love coming on. It's always fun.
4: And you'll be at the press conference today. So excited to hear what Coach Gentry has to say. I know all the all the players and coaches and all the fans are looking forward to that as well.
5: Yeah, we're ready to get this new era started and uh, build on last year's success or last season's success because that certainly was such a such a wonderful moment to win that game against San Antonio and and, and get to go to the playoffs and. And only bigger and better on the horizon, hopefully, for the squad.
4: And just watching the playoffs, how, you know, it was so exciting watching the playoffs and knowing how close this team is to getting to that point. And then even when Gentry saying that afterwards, saying we'll be right back here um, either next year or the years to come, it's just I think it is getting the fan base a, a little hopped up a little bit right now.
5: I, I don't know how you could call yourself a fan and not be. Right, <laughs>
4: exactly. So uh, lots of good stuff coming for the Pelicans. On tomorrow's show, we'll have an exclusive, not exclusive, we'll have Alvin Gentry in studio here. He'll do his media car wash tomorrow. He'll go to all the TV stations, all the radio stations, but I believe he's going to start out with here here with us, so we're excited to have him. Joel Myers scheduled to be with me here tomorrow. Wednesday, it'll be a Wesley Wednesday. One more edition before we take our hiatus. Um, David Plate for Gentry. Um, when Gentry was here in New Orleans for that one season. So we'll get David's take on that and just see how David's doing. We haven't talked to him in a while. Thursday, Jim Eichenhoff will be on. We'll preview the NBA draft. Pelicans have the 56th pick. We'll see what they do, whether they trade for a pick, whether they trade out of the draft, who knows. And then on Friday, Sean will be back. Yes, Sean Kelly will be back to wrap up this week of the Black and Blue Report. So plenty of stuff. Again, log on today to Pelicans.com as the draft will – excuse me, press conference will start – at three thirty, and then um tune into the black and blue report the rest of the week so uh, jen again appreciate you coming on with us oh, wait,
5: thanks for having me
4: no problem until tomorrow enjoy the rest of your day um i'm daniel salarson thanks for listening to the podcast for the saints intelligence the black and blue report
0: thanks for listening to this edition of the black and blue report if all goes well we'll be back tomorrow Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source. The Black and Blue Report.